You've reached the Design by Hannah podcast. I'm sure we all enjoyed the piano interlude, but now we must hurry on to our period of questions and answers. Hey there, I'm Hannah McGuire. I'm a web designer, confidence builder by nature, and an entrepreneurial cheerleader. Go team go! Helping small businesses and entrepreneurs bring their brands to life online. Well, that's my jam. guys, I am so excited for today's episode. I am going to be talking about personal branding versus business branding. I just poured myself a great cup of coffee, so if you're at home or in a coffee shop or doing anything but driving, unless you already have a coffee, join me in taking a deep breath and taking a nice big sip of coffee and settling in for this talk about branding. So the other day I asked my awesome followers on Instagram if they had any particular topics that they'd like me to speak about on this podcast. Somebody responded, personal branding versus business branding. My brain kind of started moving around on the subject and I started thinking to myself, well, I actually have no idea what the difference is between personal branding and business branding because for me, there hasn't really been a difference so far. And it kind of hit me when I had that thought, the way that I've personally marketed my business is through my personal brand and my personal brand is my business. And when I had that thought, I the fear-based voice in me said, that's an unacceptable answer because it sounds uneducated. Because, the, you know, there should be a, a difference between personal branding and business branding. Like, people are going to want to hear the difference, not that there is none. And so this is when the next thought occurred to me. When people work with Design by Hannah, they work with me, Hannah. <laughs> I don't just pencil them into my workday. I actually pencil my clients into my life. I care about my clients and I really care about their businesses. I want to see them succeed just as much as I want to succeed. So they don't get two different brands. They get one. It's me. So there's no design by Hannah and then Hannah McGuire. For me, my business is my brand and my brand is me. They just have gone hand in hand for what I do. So although this might not be the answer you were hoping for, I'm going to tell you how I've made myself into a brand with my business because that's what's worked for me so far in the last five years. So if you want to dive into this with me, if you were hoping for a difference between personal branding and business branding, that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about how I have made a brand witch, new word, <laughs> and how I have become my business brand and why that's so important to me and why I think it is so important for businesses to be able to share the personal side and make that a part of their brand and that a part of the forefront for their business. So I was in the music industry for 10 years. And while I was in the industry, I was always the product being pitched to record labels, to publishing companies, to venues, to managers, to booking agents. I was always considered the product like artists usually are. Of course, you know, we're human as well, but that's what you're selling. You're selling a product. 
So I had to have a sound, a brand, a style, and a story, all of which equaled my stage name at the time, Hannah Michelle Weeks. Since I came from a background of learning how to be branded as an artist, I naturally brought those branding techniques with me into my business. And honestly, I'm just now kind of realizing that as I'm diving into this topic. When people see the Design by Hannah website or my Instagram, I want people to get a feel for who I am and what my essence is. Through my photos, my captions, content, color, just like I would show who I was by the lyrics I wrote and music I produced. I want people to get that same feeling and get to know me aspect through my online content and through my branding. More than ever, I think people want to work with people who seem trustworthy and transparent. And I think that businesses can use their personal story to help brand their business and tie it all together to really have something special or what I like to also call the brand witch. (laughs) Having a story behind your brand brings common ground and starts to build trust from the very start. And even more so, having vulnerability in your story lets people have the opportunity need to let their guard down and listen to your story because they're also connecting with your vulnerability. It is amazing to me how when we talk about something vulnerable, someone else will reach out and go, wow, I thought I was the only one who had this story or the only one who's been through that. And I feel very connected now that I know you've been through it too. And I think there's something very special in that with putting that at the forefront of a business i think there is something so special about that when we can have and find that connectedness in our businesses and in our business brand okay so let me tell you a story about an epic failure that i had trying to conform to a certain stereotype about branding in my head back in april of 2018 after i got my first co-working space and really committed to being the face of design by hannah i went to the mall and i dropped 800 dollars on business clothes. And as I'm saying that, I'm doing air quotes, business clothes. I picked out dress pants and black stilettos and pink suede pumps and chiffon high cut tank tops to go under my black blazer. And I thought I need to really start dressing like a business owner. So I left the mall with all of my Banana Republic clothes and felt so excited to really start dressing like a business owner. Again, air quotes, dressing like a business owner, a business owner. To start dressing like a business owner this is what was going on in my head what what in the world kind of stereotyping was I doing to myself so I remember about a month after I was walking and waddling to work in my stiletto pumps I found myself dreaming about my top shop high-waisted light wash ripped jeans and my cool Reebok sitting at home and I had an epiphany why in the world did I think that people would take me more seriously if I wore a blazer I love fashion. I love using fashion to speak to who I am. And it was then when I realized that the best thing I could do for my business was be myself, was to just be my authentic self to show up as Hannah. I do believe branding to your ideal audience, but I do not believe in branding to be somebody else. Since I was the face of my business, I couldn't be Topshop loving Hannah at home and dress pants Hannah at work. That would have been absolutely exhausting. I was never that way with my music either. I had seen so many other artists have these incredible personas on stage, but I could never be somebody different on stage than off stage. In order to have an authentic connection with my fans, I had to just be myself. I always wanted to be the happy girl who stood in line for hours signing autographs, to be the same girl who did the dishes at home in her sweatpants. I didn't want there to be a disconnect. I always wanted to show up as myself. 
as Hannah Michelle Weeks. Whether I was in a meeting with a label exec, walking red carpet, or talking to a barista at Starbucks, I just wanted to show up as myself because it would have been way too hard to have, for me personally, to have two different identities. So when I switched from a career in music to start my own business, having some connectedness with my clients is all that I knew how to do. And I'm actually really happy that it came as naturally as it did to me. So you might be wondering, how do you stay professional and personal at the same time? I had a hard time with this when I started integrating my personal brand and my business brand together in my marketing. But where I used to only post personal, almost diary-like posts on Instagram, I now find a way to tell stories and share advice about business while sharing personal feelings at the same time. So no, I don't have to lay out all of my feelings on Instagram as I did as an artist, you know, talking about the story behind the song and the breakups and the heartbreak and, and talking about that stuff, that really raw personal information that fans love to hear from artists. But I found a way to integrate stories and share advice by still being vulnerable and opening up, but I made it into a more professional way. And one of the coolest payoffs of being personal online and sharing a story about your journey is when people start connecting with you and they're like, me too, me too. It's a huge payoff to choose to be vulnerable. And if you've been feeling compelled to share your story lately, but you're nervous because it is so nerve-wracking, I cannot tell you how many times I have typed a post out and then stared at it and reread it about 50 times and then read it again and read it again. And then 25 minutes later, I finally press the share button. I feel like I'm nauseous. And then I go look at it and be like, should I post this? Should I post this? And then I'll get off my phone and be like, Hannah, you're fine. And then I'll go back and be like, oh my gosh, should I have posted that? Should I have posted this? Should I delete it? Should I delete it? And you just start freaking out and totally overthinking it because you're sharing something that's genuine and a little bit raw and of course that's going to feel scary but payoff's so good the payoff is so good and it just is a way to be so connected with other people and I feel like every story is a story worth sharing and one story could give one person the courage or support or strength they needed to keep going and that's why it is so important and that's why it's so cool when you as a business are able to peep your head out <laughs> from behind your business and say hey hi this is me and I own this business and this is my story and this is why I have this business and and when you buy this product as the creator I want to tell you why I wanted to make this product once you start sharing that story and bringing your brand witch to life you are going to see people connect with you and your business whether you're selling products or selling a service I want to talk to you about a few ways I have implemented my personal and business brand which I now like to call, as you heard, my brand witch. So the first thing is I really thought about how I want people to feel when they see my socials and my website. When I meet with a client or have a phone call, how do I act? Well, I'm genuinely excited. I'm upbeat. I ask questions. I like to be encouraging, informational, funny when I can fit it in, and inspiring. So when people go to my Instagram or my website, I really want them to feel, I really want them to feel that without talking to me one-on-one. -on -one. I want my personality to come out in my marketing so that people can get to know who I am before we even meet. This comes out in my copy, in my photos, in my colors, and in my fonts. 
That is the beauty of design. That's why I love my job so much as the designer because I get to sit with my client and take their vision of who they are and what they want to portray and what they're speaking from their business platform and turn that into design and websites and online presence that speaks to that exact essence of who they are in their business. It's wonderful. Okay, number two, Brandwich. I share my story. I love sharing my story with people as a part of my marketing because it gives people the opportunity to connect with me on a personal level. I love talking about why I love my business, why I love helping entrepreneurs create something they can be proud of, why I started my business, why I'm so passionate about it, why it's what drives me. I really want people to get a hug from my online presence and not just a handshake. Number three, maybe you actually love rocking a polished blazer and pumps. That is awesome. Maybe you have more of a hipster vibe. Or maybe you have tattoos like me. Rock your style and rock it hard. People can learn so much about you and your business through your style. I do also try to remember the phrase, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. And I'll let you interpret that however you want. I had to not be afraid to share weird and fun and funny and interesting facts about myself. We all have our quirks and there's nothing more reassuring than learning someone else's weird too. (laughs) Can I get an amen? I know y'all are shaking your head. Yes. When I just said that sentence (laughs) as you're listening to this. Number five, I had to stop doing so much second guessing. If you post something that you morally shouldn't have, girl, go take it down. But if you get that nervousness butterflies in your stomach that I talked about earlier after posting a more vulnerable post and sharing your why and your story, that's very normal. High risk equals high reward. Think about it this way. One of the reasons I love Nike is because their marketing really speaks to me. They feature inspiring athletes. Their mission is movement. They are dependable and they care about every body, type, and style. Now think about if Nike only advertised that they sell shoes. Like, shop Nike, shop shoes. People build trust with brands that portray their core values and their story. One thing I really can't stress enough is once you establish your brand, stay consistent with it. The more consistent you can be with your colors, fonts, and messaging, the more trust you will build with your clients and your audience. I'll tell you about one of my branding failures. So last year, I decided to start a blog, and I wanted to have its own brand for the blog. And so I had Designed by Hannah, and then I had this other blog name, and I made an Instagram, and I told everyone I was going to post once every single week for an entire year, and I made this whole new platform for it, and I just I just hyped it up, and I was genuinely so excited about it, and I was posting every week and took pictures every week and promoted it every week, and I was getting some traction, and then... My business took a huge pivot. I started growing really fast and all of a sudden I didn't have time for this blog anymore. And I definitely couldn't hold up to the once a week posting. It was way too much to write blogs every week with good content. And so I kind of just let it fade away and I quietly stopped and I quietly just switched over to my one Instagram that I have now and I just kind of let it go. And sometimes... We have to do that. 
At the time, I felt like a total fool and a total failure. I was like, wow, I can't believe that I committed this hard to something and then I had to let it go. But sometimes it happens. Sometimes life happens and you got to pivot and you got to pivot hard and you have to be confident in your pivot. And as much as I felt like it was a failure, I was confident in my pivot and knew I had to do what was best for my business. And so I went with it. And I kind of let that failure be a lesson to A, not overcommit (laughs) and B, to just not be so hard on myself. The other day I was on my lunch break grabbing coffee and while I was waiting for my oat milk latte, the barista asked me, what have you been up to today? And I replied, oh, I've been working all day. To which he replied, you look way too happy to have come from work. You guys, I love my job. And I think part of the reason I do love it so much is that I get to be the face of my brand by just being who I am. Just like when I was a performer, I just get to show up as Hannah. There's no split persona. It's just me. And I struggle with this in my personal life sometimes because, you know, I can have a whole day of being so on point and kind to my clients and I come home and I'm grouchy to my husband. And I have to put myself in check and be like, uh-uh. Like, he is way more important than your clients. And if you're going to show up as Hannah in both worlds as core value Hannah, then you better check yourself before you wreck yourself, girlfriend. And then I do. Let's talk mission statement and long-term goals. When I think about my brand, I like to zoom out to the 30,000 foot view. When I'm older and look back on my brand, will I be proud of what it stood for? Will my son or daughter be proud of the core values I carried through it? It's always been important to me to build something that is greater, something with purpose. My dream for my business is to employ other entrepreneurs and give them the same opportunities that were given to me to help grow my business. Is the business you're building just a short-term plan or do you have a mission behind it all? What are your wildest dreams for your business or have you even allowed yourself to dream? So if I can say one more thing to wrap this up. I would say don't hide behind a company or a logo. See what happens when you step out and put yourself out there because it's going to be magical. If you are running your business right now and you haven't really shared your story to your followers or your customers and you just feel like there's a spark missing, I really encourage you to start putting pieces of your story into your business and make that brand witch step out in front of your brand. You know, don't hide behind it. You should be walking hand in hand with your brand, hand in hand with your logo, hand in hand with your product. When you step out, I bet you're going to find something pretty magical that happens for you in your business. (laughs) 